0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Unboxing Women, where we explore the gender gap in the music and entertainment industry. If you're active in the music business, an independent artist musician, or are just curious about how it all works, then this is the pod for you. My name is Mike Rose and with me is my friend Dana Rex. We are both independent recording artists based in Europe and we are here to reveal what really goes on behind the scenes. You can listen to us on our YouTube channel or on your favorite podcast platform. So basically where you're listening right now. Today's topic is um managers, right? Do we need one?
1: That's the topic. That's and the topic. And the answer so, is
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> M- I mean let's not say the answer now because you're not going to listen to the episode otherwise but no I was <laughs> just going to say I don't have a lot of experience because I've never had a manager um, but I wanted to ask put the question to, to you Dano, because you have some experience with managers well, tell
1: us a little bit more actually I have some questions for you first
0: alright yes so quick
1: ahead. fire round do you feel you need a manager sometimes is that because of the industry pressuring you Or is
0: that for yourself? It's because people tell me I need a manager to get gigs and stuff. And who are people? People not in the industry. Ah, you see. Mm
1: Here we go again with the people yeah. just listening to music industry, being
0: experts. saying you need yeah. to do this. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's always funny because it's uh, also a lot of the time it's my parents and I'm like yes but <gasps> oh, you're not my... in the music yes. industry and it's like yes and I'm sure it would be helpful in some degrees but also you don't really need one do you but do you yes. though and I don't know and then it's like me warring with my own kind of knowledge and
1: them like having been right before because <laughs> they're your so parents yeah 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 so yeah I have that yeah. with my mom too and I mean um mm-hmm. I don't know if you're listening mom but yes you do that too so you're like oh but you have <laughs> to do this oh and you have to you know call yeah. this guy yeah. or, or yeah. look at this or you have to be to be on that show or you have to mm-hmm. release this song and I'm like yeah but I can't like do that Tomorrow, you know, there's a plan exactly. and there's a thing yeah. and there's a, there's other things. There's a timeline. On. Yeah. And mm. other things that she doesn't know about because I'm working on this all day, every day, mm-hmm. and there's just other things, um, in the way sometimes of, you know, uh, of, of the, some, sometimes the next step or whatever, but yeah, I yeah. think managers, I have searched for managers. I have talked to managers, real ones and not so real ones. And <laughs> um, having a manager is, as the title says, overrated. You know, it's just, <laughs> it's, you don't need to have that. But the problem with that is um, that the industry makes you feel like you do because yeah because you're not gonna be
0: taken seriously otherwise yeah
1: and because a lot of times artists are seen as very um how should i say this un unprepared maybe or like um you know lost souls just doing their art and wallowing in this universe and uh, Mm -hmm. kind of you know not organized at all uh they they have no idea about the industry and uh they don't know what they're doing and they need somebody to kind of Mm -hmm. herd them and tell them what to do now Mm -hmm. this was probably true at one point in time in the music business. Um, Mm -hmm. But now the music business has changed so much and there's so much going on that you can do yourself. Like the first thing is distribution is already, you know, like it isn't with the major labels anymore. Uh, You can distribute all on your own. Yeah. yeah, And uh, you can uh, do marketing things with either a marketing company or you can even do your own marketing. Uh, You can network in the sync world On your own. I mean, yes, all of this takes a lot of time and effort Mm -hmm. and knowledge because you need to learn about it first and when you step into it. So for one person to do it uh, all and well is obviously mostly impossible. It's also more than a full time job. Yes, it's more than a full time job. So you do always need to make choices. But is the manager still on number one for, oh, this is the first person I need on my team? No. Definitely not anymore. I think
0: I think I would, I would get myself a booker.
1: Yeah, you I see? would get
0: myself a booker, and maybe at some point somebody who does
1: PR. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't get myself a manager. No, no, managers are definitely overrated. And I'm sure that the managers out there who are successful and who are doing a good job, they're like valid managers. Oh, yeah. But there are a lot of people who say they're managers out there. And they're actually just sharks, because Mm -hmm. they are waiting in a W- wading through a pool of all these little artist fish that, you know, want to be big blah, 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 and they're like, give, they're just promising stuff. And because the music industry has changed, so it's like a direct, um, uh, reason for it, um, that, you know, we're not, let's say managed by, via a label anymore. Managers don't work for a label anymore. They're also all independent, like independent agents, True. managers somehow, you know. And f- mm-hmm. to be a manager, and certainly in the music industry, there's firstly no um, no studies really involved. There's no real diploma that you have to mm-hmm. be able to provide until very, very recently, um, there weren't even any studies for it. Now there's studies popping up to actually like study the music business um but you mean university courses yes yes yeah. there's actually a music business school um yeah where you can get a bachelor degree in, in belgium right now oh music in music business. management yes in music management so yeah okay. they're popping up all over the place mm-hmm. it's remember like in the 90s like oh i'm sorry <laughs> remember <laughs> like uh, back in the 90s yes, back in the 90s when i was a kid so um, um there were all these like djing was a thing of the 80s and the 90s and it was becoming stronger and stronger, Stronger. And the 90s was really a pinnacle of DJ time as well. And then in the mm-hmm. nillies, all of a sudden, all these DJ schools started popping up, you know? So it's, uh, it's a bit the same. So yeah. throughout the nillies, we're like, oh, everybody needs a manager, la 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 la. Mm-hmm. And, and now all these schools are popping up. But do you really need a manager though? If you're an independent artist, probably not. And the problem is then that a lot of these uh, people, uh, I wanted to say guys, but i'm so sorry well a lot of them are men a lot of them yes Yes. most of them are men um and they just like oh you know they make themselves a little bit important and like oh but i have like network and sometimes they do have a network in the music industry Mm -hmm. but they're they've never like um been an actual manager or um had they don't know how to use their network no but they're it's just for so so that you would think they're important and then Mm -hmm. obviously start paying them because you actually employ them well not employ them but they are actually more of let's say a coach than a manager because they don't take a cut of whatever that they would be able to get for you like it used to be but you have to pay them a fee up front you can you can already notice that this is dangerous because then Mm -hmm. they're paid up front without even having to do anything yeah and so why would they then still do it because you already paid them yeah so a lot of the times they just lead you on and like oh yeah you know oh we're gonna get this for you and then they they never do and once payday comes around again they start talking about it again like oh but we're so close you know we're so close we just need this last hurdle and then and what they mean is you just need to pay me this last time Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. I will stick my finger out and like do something but you know no guarantees because I might not get it for you yeah it's really
0: interesting because I remember I had a music business um, course in uni so I had like one module that was music, bus- music business and we learned about the history of the music business and kind of how it all worked in the UK because I studied in the UK um, and um, we were also told about um, publishers and that in publishing there are two separate ways to get a publisher and one was um, one where you would pay a, a monthly fee and they would publish your stuff, and then one where they would get royalties off of your stuff, like a royalty share. Um, But uh, So they wouldn't get paid unless they actually pushed your stuff and used your stuff and put it into stuff. So we were always told to always go for the royalties one, Um, obviously make sure it's a fair deal, but still kind of go for that one, because otherwise they're not going to push your stuff. And this um, this, um, lecturer, she worked... She had worked in a publishing company for years. So she knows exactly what she's talking about. And it's not even something that they try to hide, which I find absolutely disgusting. You're Mm. taking people's money and you're not doing anything for it. But at the end of the day, what do you expect? right? What do you expect if you're paying somebody to publish your stuff and then you're not getting anything out of it? You've it's because ar- you've already paid, paid them. They have yeah. no incentive to do anything anymore, and this is what's happening with managers too. Mm-hmm. There are loads of really good managers. I am absolutely one hundred percent sure, but unfortunately, there are a ton more who will just take your money. Um, so it's it's yeah. If, if there's one thing you'll take from this episode, is just don't do upfront do an old split like they used to. Yeah,
1: no, <laughs> that's it's true. This much better. It, it's true. Yeah, you have to you have to really be careful with this because I've done I'm I've, I'm very guilty of that and I haven't just done it once. I've done it <laughs> a bunch of times. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if if I'm honest to myself, let me just count. So, I had that one, then there was that one, that one. <laughs> uh so I've done this like five times, okay? So, wow. you you could say like why did you let yourself be duped? five times in a row, basically, w- by basically the same kind of s- scam. And mm-hmm. it's just the hope, the hope that, you know, yeah. this time that one is serious. And this time that one is the real thing. And this time this one will do something for you because he does see that you have potential. And, you know, yeah. and it's still not. Why? Because the the guy that's going to be or the the girl that's going to be your manager is, you know, has, has to be invested in it as much as you so they have mm-hmm. to not only see your potential and see you know the way that they they would be able to help you grow it but they w- are also willing to basically not be paid until you are paid yes and, and that's the whole problem right
0: exactly exactly they need to be willing to kind of go on that. You see, That's the thing. Managers used to go on these journeys with the artist. They used to be like, ride or die. We will go up or down together. And like, I will make sure that you make it to the top because I believe in you and I believe in what you do. Mm-hmm. And um, I am willing to stake my own livelihood on this uh-huh. and yeah that's an insanely risky thing to do but that's the artist life and if you don't like how do you expect somebody also to pay something monthly if you don't have any income in money yeah. like you're, you're literally destroying your own income stream life by saving. doing this yeah yeah well no no the managers are destroying their own income stream technically oh yeah that's that you you know that they're not getting that artists aren't generating more money so how do they expect them to pay forever Mm -hmm. so basically they constantly need to get new artists involved um which unfortunately there are enough of yeah
1: Yeah, exactly. So
0: that's why it it can still work, but if you really want, I I just think it doesn't make sense on a on a financial level. Also, the hassle of keeping having to get new clients all the time must
1: be so annoying. Well, they Um, they kind of get ex being experts in that field, right? So they mm -hmm. go to conferences like Ripperban and like you know Mm -hmm. any other conference. where they're like, Oh, you know, selling it and like, oh, I like being so interesting and they do have, you know, a network because they are pal pals with all yeah. the all the people and then some labels and some other managers and so they do have like a network. But the the the, the question is will you be the one that they're leveraging it for? Because you're just, Mm -hmm. you're paying them. So why would they even? And uh, yeah, when push comes to shove, you know, what really happened to me was like, okay, so I find this one person and then you talk to maybe other artists that they're... they're, Uh, managing but you never talk to an artist that's like been with them for like 10 years or something it's always very Mm -hmm. new artists that have been with them for a couple of months and oh my god and I feel so good with them and they've done so much for me already while these artists are in in themselves don't really know what they're talking about because they're very new to the market and to the job Mm -hmm. and to whatever their passion as well and they're passionate and you know and some of them might have like a, a ton of money from their parents like behind this project and mm-hmm. some of them are very young and not even paying for this person themselves so that's how you know that i've i known a ton of people who were with my first manager who was actually female by the way um mm-hmm. who scammed me really like hard <laughs> that was like it was it was supposed to be like a big lesson and then i i just fell into the same trap again afterwards um and and Yeah, some of the people that she was working with, they were also, you know, they had parents like just funding this stuff, uh, the hell out of their kids like, oh, yeah, you want to do this This is your dream, you know, we're rich, we're just gonna pay until you get there. And this is the livelihood of these kind of people. They just scam Mm -hmm. their way through months and months because either it's a monthly payment or a three monthly payment. Uh, and uh, yeah, they just go, they just bullshit you until the next payment round is there. And then you're like, but wait, I haven't really had any results from you. You know, I'm a bit frustrated. And then every yeah. every three months, you're a little bit frustrated. Then they are like, oh, you know, I'm so sorry. Let's do this for you. Let's do that. And then they come up with all these little extra things. And then you're like, oh, okay, you know, they they must be legit. And then you pay again. And then you fall into this void again of you know they're not really doing anything for you because they they have yeah. to be doing this with somebody else now because it's their pay round so you kind of start seeing this pattern emerge and it takes a couple of rounds for you to really realize and then you're afraid then you're like oh if I give up on them and I was wrong and they are legit then I'm you know uh, paid
0: all that money for nothing then I
1: Yeah. Paid all that money for for nothing is for one. Secondly, I'm burning my bridges because if this person is legit Mm -hmm. and has a network, they're going to say, oh, this Dana Rex girl, you know, she's not serious. Don't work with her, you know. Mm -hmm. And so you're just and you're young and you're afraid of everything. And so insecure. Um because also you don't have anybody else to talk to about it if i would have somebody if i would be able to talk to my younger self and say all of these things like please be careful because these are signs these are red flags then i would i would definitely have maybe had the balls to i would have still fallen in the same trap but i might have been able to cut off earlier or realize it faster or just say okay look this sounds like that Uh, i might need a little bit or just be like look You're not working for me. Yeah. I'm not gonna
0: work with you anymore. Yeah, and but it's really hard to get rid of them too because they're very manipulative.
1: They're very manipulative. Well, I
0: I having never been in this situation before, um but from what I've heard from not just, you know, you but also other other artists, I think it's it's a general life lesson to be able it's also with like manipulative friends you know mm. you, you have manip- and you, you're like oh but you know they've they're, you know they're my friends and I kind of don't you know I've, it's kind of hard to break off a friendship you know it's kind of the same um and um it's a life lesson to learn to just be like look this person is not doing what they're supposed to be doing mm. like in this case paying them to manage you to give you some sort of opportunities to use their network um not expecting them to do the world but you know and that's also sad in and of itself Mm. um because managers back then would have done the world for their artist just watch the marvelous mrs mazel oh my god that manager is so like yeah she does shit things but she's like she believes in in mrs mazel um And it's the same with friendships, right? It's like, you kind of like, you want it to work because they're your friends, but you realize, oh, actually, that's not what a friendship is. Mm -hmm. So just just to make it maybe a little bit, uh,
1: easier for people to relate to. I don't know if that I, helps. but I, I don't, you know, I don't agree. I don't think it's the same as friendships because a friendship, well, you know, yes, you you have friends that might be using you for some things or, yeah, f- even for money or whatever. If you, you know, you have a little bit of money and they have less and then they can just use mm-hmm. you for that. But that's basically, you know, people like this in like friendship situations, well, they're then basically a narcissist or whatever. And you, you have to like get them out of your life because they're toxic. But I mean, these managers... Or like fake managers let's say this is their business plan they've thought about this they've maybe even taken courses in how to manipulate people and the last one that I was with literally kind of gave it away with one of those things um, mm-hmm. and and I, I was just I was a little bit shocked like I'm like okay so he, he literally followed that course and that's like to yeah get people to just it's they're salespeople. they don't care about you they're not you know like they don't have anything in common with you like you would like meet somebody and have like a preliminary friendship friendship with them um Mm -hmm. even if it gets toxic by the end you have things in common otherwise you don't like be our our friends
0: yeah yeah, no that's true Yeah, yeah so
1: this is just they're really they go to these conferences and they're literally looking for you They're looking for this young artist that they can manipulate, a person with stars in their eyes who wants to make it and who wants to do everything they can to make it. And that includes paying a guy to you know make it work for them and that's fine if you find the right person who will actually do that and the thing is with exactly like you said paying up front you're never going to have a person like that so that is very very difficult and i think if you're already with a label or something like that and certainly a major label then they have people on their payroll and it's mm-hmm. their jobs And they will get fired if they don't do their jobs. So then it's a little bit easier to judge like, okay, will this manager help me? Well, he's on the payroll. And if he doesn't do his job, he's going to have to find another job. But these guys who are self-employed and like building their network and building their companies and and, uh, they they have always a lot to say. And also mostly the things that they um, tell you that they've gone through or like, oh, look, I've, you know, I've, manage this and this artist watch out with that like like very well-known artists or something that like names you recognize Mm -hmm. like oh wow you did work with that person and you have to be careful because it's not always the complete truth they might have been involved in something with that artist um Mm -hmm. you know but it they can they can manipulate the shit out of that situation um, and they even put things online on like their website. They're like, oh, and I've worked with this and this and this and this. Yeah, but you know, it's, it's a little bit different of how you got into that because if you look at their CVs, like on LinkedIn or whatever, sometimes they give themselves away because um, I hope they're not listening to this because then they can, they can, <laughs> they can hide it. But like, oh, they've worked at uh, this certain radio station. Well, at a radio station, you invite artists to interview them maybe or stuff like that and then true they can kind of say oh but i made sure that this artist had their first radio interview no no you worked at the radio you were inviting them (laughs) for an interview you didn't make the radio invite them for an interview okay so you're not the the manager so they they kind of twist these kind of stories Mm -hmm. into making you believe that it was them who did all this stuff for the artist well sometimes it's not completely the truth and that's really hard to to vet you know you you can't god how that's do you so know depressing that? <laughs> it that is. sounds so depressing yeah it is it it really is you know i mean like like a tour manager you know when it's mm-hmm. your job to May or even you work at a venue imagine I'm even a, a bouncer at a venue you know and mm-hmm. well I'm not the person booking all these artists but I do I'm the bouncer so I'm in contact with all these artists what mm-hmm. if every time there's an artist you know you're backstage and you have a chat with them you just you know take care of their security this and that and then you're on your website like oh I've worked with this this one I've worked at Sheeran and I worked with Madonna I worked with you know
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you
1: might have met them at one point because you were employed at a place that they were too, but it's not the same as actually have managed yeah. them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, this yeah. is an extreme example, but that's basically what it's about. So you have to w- really watch out with... the uh, And if you could actually call Ed Sheeran and say, hey, did this guy really do that for you? Then you would know, but you can't, can you?
0: Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's really insane. Um I think the conclusion, um, however uh, depressing it may be, I think the conclusion is you don't – well, I, actually, it's not a depressing conclusion. You don't need a manager. You don't. You don't need I, one. Actually, that's You really can great. do it yourself. <laughs> yeah. So you don't need to fall into this pit of, of worries. Um, and, like, you can network yourself and you can also um, – you know, maybe get a booker or do your booking yourself. There are loads of courses for um, independent artists that are actually good as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, like You do need to do your research, but there are some really good ones. If you don't know which ones are good, I'd suggest going to well, call us, send us an email. What I usually do is I look up whether there are organizations in the city that I'm in or in the country that I'm in that um, have to do with music. And um, so there's a couple in Hamburg, actually, that are not just music exclusively. There's also like the creative kind of. So they they do a lot more than just music. And um, they um, sometimes do courses themselves or they suggest courses. And that's where you can always find legit places because they will not get people in who don't know what they're talking about. They will not suggest things that are illegitimate and um oh definitely um, yeah it's it's a great way to kind of find something that is proper and a load of these things are online now so if you want to go to local places that so you can actually go and sit there and, and and you you work better not digitally then definitely look up something local um but yeah it's There are so many great resources out there for musicians nowadays because we've all noticed over the past couple of years um, that we need it. And so um, being creative artists that we are, we banded together and we thought, let's just give people what they need because this is what
1: I would have wanted 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely true. Yeah well that's all for today I hope we didn't uh, you know put you in a depression too much so yes <laughs> managers are overrated you don't need them do it yourself uh, other team members are, are more important actually let's uh, do an episode on which team members are yes. important and in which Definitely. order let's do that mm. for, uh, for next season alright mm-hmm. so uh, thank you for uh, tuning into Unboxing Women if you've ever had an experience that you want to share with us, like, um, you know, any fake managers out there, please do send us a DM <laughs> or tag us um, in your post with the hashtag such a bitch or send us an email on such a at unboxingwomen.com. Don't forget to drop us a like on Instagram or wherever you're listening to us. And my name is Dina and I've been chatting with Micah Rose. Tune in to another episode of Unboxing Women next week. See you then. Bye-bye. Bye.